Okay, it's Christmas Eve, so we've got a lovely one for you today. I thought this was very appropriate. We've got an Aussie from Down Under. Well, depending on where you're based, I'm an American now, but this guy is from Australia, Tom Cronin, the Stillness Project. So this is a great one, a great time of year to just take a step back, really be in the moment, take some stillness, take some family time, and just, if you struggle to do that, listen to this quick 15 minutes and it will give you some tips and pointers and get you in the right mindset and send you in the right direction. So I hope you enjoy. If you want me to walk you through 2016 with step by step and be in your corner and just not let you accept less for yourself, increase your revenue, increase your vitality, your health, and increase your time and quality time with your loved ones and relationships that you've got, then just get in touch. 2016 is going to be big in terms of coaching for me. Which brings us to this point in evolution. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. AYAlpha.com Get to the podcast. Okay, guys, we have a brilliant one for you. If your life is a little bit hectic and you've got loads going on, we have the founder of The Stillness Project with us today. Tom Cronin spent 26 years as a broker. After suffering a lot of stress in his job, he turned to meditation to help manage the symptoms. This was life-changing for Tom. He recently walked away from the industry at the height of his 26-year successful career to fulfill his mission of spreading calm and stillness across the globe. So uh, this is an absolutely brilliant episode for us, guys. We haven't had one specifically focusing on meditation. Tom has been teaching meditation for many years now and has inspired thousands of people all over the world as a teacher, author and keynote speaker to unlock their brilliance and calm with meditation. It's in Australia that, so he's coming to us from Australia this morning, his evening I should say. Tom, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Let's do it. People are just taking on more and more all the time. We talked just before that you've got so much on the go, I've got loads on the go. The word overwhelm springs to mind at me at the moment, so I'm like, oh my goodness, the Stillness Project and this interview is absolutely perfect for me personally at the moment. Is there anything else you'd like to add to your bio or anything we missed out? That... Yeah, I mean, there's plenty there, isn't there? But yeah. <laughs> um, just, to, just, to, just to throw a little bit into the mix, I'm also producing a feature film just to kind of, you know, fill in any gaps I might have had in my life. I just thought, why don't I just produce a film as well? <laughs> so, <laughs> No, it sounds absolutely awesome. Film. And for someone like me who just loves like, like I love the the Stillness Project is such a I love the name of that it just says a lot. But can you tell us the name of this feature film because the name as well I thought was very cool. Yeah, the film coming out is called Superhuman, and it's looking into um, our untapped human potential. So we'll be, be exploring that in the film, which is very exciting. And the Stillness Project is all about that. It's the vehicle that really does unlock this inner potential that we all have. This this magnificence, this calm, this lovingness, this lightness. Um, and, you know, that's what stillness was for me. It was something that really was a salvation, really, from the very stressed and chaotic and depressed state that I was in while I was a broker in finance. And that's what's compelled me to, to create this movement, the Stillness Project, and inspire people to start meditating. For someone who doesn't even know too much about that world, almost the opposite end of the continuum from what you're doing with the Stillness Project now, a broker just sounds and from what I've seen whether it's in the media or just documentaries it seems like an absolutely insane amount of stress and just go 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 and just craziness yeah you know it's interesting because that's the first thing people say when I say I was in finance it's like oh my god that was and even when I was in finance you know wow that must be a stressful job and you know it's funny if you think about what stress is and I've done a lot of study into this over the last 20 years since I've been meditating um, you know stress is a response to a situation it's not the situation itself so I spent 
10 years in finance in a very stressed state and I spent 15 years in finance after that in a very calm state. So it wasn't finance itself or the job itself that was stressful. It was the way I related to it and the choices that I made while I was in it. And once I started to expand my consciousness, once I started to um, not be reactive and be proactive within my job, um, things started to change quite dramatically. So instead of you know, going to the bar after work, after having a hectic day of turning over a billion dollars worth of swaps and bonds um, and having this adrenaline pouring through my system because it's manic. It is a really intense job. Uh, you know, I don't know if anyone listening has seen Wolf of Wall Street. Well, oh, love that, that really, <laughs> Yeah, look, I mean, that was exactly, that, he started 1987, that lunch he had to get his job, that was uh, almost the replica type lunch that I had to get my job. You know, it was just... <laughs> The parallels in that were so similar to, to my job back in 1987, 88, 89. It was a crazy time. Markets were out of control. We had the market crash and it was just greed is good. Bud Fox, Wolf of Wall Street, Gordon Gecko, you know, Bonfire the Vannies. That was what it was like for us. And so, you know, it was just uh, how do I manage this? You know, at the time I was not managing it very well. You know, I was uh, addicted to drugs and getting wrecked every night and we would be up till 3, 4, 5 in the morning with clients taking traders out and, you know, almost unlimited expense accounts to some really crazy shit, man. It was just out of control stuff. <laughs> and, of course, when we live life like that, what happens is that we, we get cues. We get a little message to say, look, this is not evolutionary this is not aligned with natural law this is not how we're meant to be living our life um, this is trying to seek fulfillment in a place where fulfillment doesn't exist it may be short term but it comes with a karmic consequence everything is cause and effect and every action has a corresponding effect and what I was experiencing was a negative effect because of the negative action. And so I started to experience a lot of anxiety and panic attacks and insomnia and depression. And my life just got worse. This is what Jordan Belfort's life got worse. You know, it was just chaos, right? And if we have inner chaos, we're going to have outer chaos. And if we have outer chaos, we're going to have inner chaos. And so it really was about shifting things. And once I started to find this inner peace, this inner calm, it was interesting. The choices I made were very different. You know, I'd come off the end of a day's trading and I didn't want to go and get wasted. I actually wanted to go and meditate. I wanted to go do yoga class. I wanted to go surfing. I wanted to go for a walk in the forest and um, I wanted to go home and see my family. So I started to make very different choices um, once um, I started to change the nature of my mind and my body and my nervous system. This is our Yoda question. Who helped awaken your alpha? You know, were there some key figures along the journey that really stand out to like, whoa, that was, I'm, think, I'm trying to think in uh, the Jordan Belfont in the Wolf of Wall Street, obviously, uh, yeah. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey and stuff like that. Who yeah, was yeah, yours? yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, you know, um, the, the shift for me out of that sort of slumber of, of chaos that I was, I was living, you know, this, I call it being asleep, you know, we're either awake or we're asleep. And I was walking asleep. Um, but, you know, once I, I did a lot of research into learning to meditate and I found a teacher that really was quite a remarkable man, uh, probably one of the world's great exponents of Vedic wisdom. His name's Tom Knowles, uh, T-H-O-M and, um, and Knowles and he's based in America but he was based in Australia at the time and, you know, he was just an inspirational, uh, incredible, enlightened teacher that taught me um, how to wake up really, he taught me how to meditate and, um, you know, I spent a lot of time on retreats with him and, really sat at the feet of this great master that really helped me to sort of 
learn many things about the fundamental truths of life. So, you know, a great deal of gratitude towards this man who um, taught me a lot of things. Brilliant. That sounds like the answer to our awakening question. You know, what was the breaking point? I mean, did you find Tom after sort of your kind of your breaking point when you're sort of 15 yeah. years in into the financial? Because like you say, if, you're, if you've been getting the, the money and you're in the cycle and you're walking around asleep, obviously, and you've been, I mean, if I'm thinking of any kind of like, Wolf of Wolf, Wolf Street type films, you've been through all sorts of situations. Um, what was the breaking point? Because there's stress and stress for years. What finally snapped you and thought, right, you need to make some changes? Yeah, that was, that's a really good question um, because that's exactly it. It was a snap. Most people kind of ensure that there's a change that's needed. You know, things get uncomfortable. And being uncomfortable, in fact, I just come from meditation class where I, I was talking to uh, 60 students and I was talking about stress, pain and suffering and turmoil and chaos. And whenever we have these symptoms in our lives, whether it's an individual or as a nation or as a company, it really is just a message. There's a cue for us to do something different. Any level of chaos or turmoil is a cue for us that we need to change what we're doing and reassess the model and try a different model. And for me, it was this um, you know, I kept ignoring those messages. I kept ignoring those cues, kept doing the same thing over and over again. And of course, the message just got louder and louder and louder until one point, exactly as you said, it was a snap. And that was a day where I woke up and it was a complete not a nervous breakdown. I, I was a babbling mess. I just couldn't stop crying. My body was shaking. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what was going on. I uh, managed to crawl my way out of the house and get to the doctors and I thought I was dying. You know, I, hadn't, <laughs> I didn't know what I was. Yeah. And, you know, it, when he revealed to me that I was having a nervous breakdown, I was like, dude, like, I'm master of the universe. I'm not having a breakdown. What are you talking about? You know, surely it's my heart or something like that. And um, it, was, it was a really severe wake-up call. It was like someone had just punched me in the face. Uh, and that was the most demoralizing thing to think that I had this deluded idea about who I was, but in effect, I was just this crumbling wreck. And, um, and that's when... I was in a choiceless state. I really had, um, I, I had to make a change. I, I could not possibly go another day like I was doing what I was doing and I had to make a change and that's when um, I started to look for other alternatives to the life that I was living. I just want to jump straight into then, for people listening in, we're really, this episode is all about, you know, trying to create a life without stress, anxiety, depression, maybe three key tips on how to reduce stress, anxiety and depression. Absolutely. So, Everyone has the ability, no matter how far gone they are. You know, I was, I was like a drug addict. I was suffering depression, clinical depression. I was suicidal. It doesn't matter how far gone you are. Everyone has the ability to rewrite their path, to get back on orbit. And it, it, the further off orbit, obviously, the longer it's going to take to get back into orbit. But you can get back in orbit real quick. And, you know, it just takes a shift in lifestyle, a shift in the model. Um, some tips that I would recommend First and foremost, learn to meditate. Absolutely, number one priority. Yeah. Before anything else, I think it's absolute key. I try to do a lot of different things, but if your state of mind, if your consciousness, everything flows from consciousness. And if you're not expanding consciousness, if you're not shifting your consciousness, then you're going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's like Einstein said, that definition of insanity um, you know, is doing the same thing over and over again with, and trying to expect a different result. And you know, we can't make different decisions when we're operating from the same state of mind. We have to change our state of mind. So meditation, number one. Um, a couple of other things, really simple things, is we just got to cut back on doing so much stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we do crazy stuff, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, even me, you know, I'm a meditation teacher. I've been teach. I've been meditating for 20 years. I, I'm still like checking emails at the traffic lights. It's crazy, yeah. right? Know, it's, it's, a, it's, a const- it's a constant uh, application and process, isn't it? You can't sort of, even like you say yourself, you can't think, right, you are like the meditation legend and then just stop the next day because you, you've got it covered. Like you've got to, it's a constant practice. Yeah, I mean, I'm really conscious about taking time out and structuring my day with with gaps, um, yeah. not only gaps in meditation. So I meditate every day, morning and evening for 20 minutes. That's really important where I'm not processing data. But I spend time with nature. And you probably, if anyone checks out my Instagram, you'll see <laughs> that, um, you know, I spend a lot of time at the beach. I spend a lot of time in parks. I spend a lot of time under trees. I make sure each day I put aside time to just sit and be and engage in the beauty of the world around yeah. me through my five senses. The next big thing I'd say, we've got to start going to bed earlier. Um, like, are you sure you haven't been checking up on me? This is, this is, this is spot <laughs> yeah. on for me. I've, just, I've taken on too much at the moment. I've got in a, just recently I've got into a, a lazy and it's, you know, it's, uh, it takes more discipline to, I know I'm tired, and I'm just, but it's just that lazy of just not getting up and just going to bed. instead. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. that, man. Yeah, look, 10 o'clock. I mean, we should be t- turning up all technology at 10 o'clock at the latest. Amen. Your life will be very different if you go to sleep at 10 o'clock. You'll just watch it. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And if people think, oh, that's, that seems quite obvious, quite simple. Well, it's, you know, it's it's key and it's just, you've just got to apply it because I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot of people think, yeah, that makes sense. Well, you just got to do it. And like you say, that combination of them three together, that's going to be have a really powerful impact just to get you going. And then if they they want to delve deeper, they should definitely get over to the Stillness Project or watch mm. Superhuman in the next year, which I'm <laughs> yeah, forward exactly. to. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay, we pretty much made it to the alpha round now. You've given some great advice, you know, on how to reduce stress, anxiety, depression, but I just want to get some more sort of tools, tips and resources. And we start this off, if there's any book recommendation that linked to this subject that you think would be a really good recommendation for my listeners. Yeah, I think, um, you know, obviously some content by Deepak Chopra, who's uh, probably um, one of the people that puts this sort of knowledge out into the mainstream. He really sort of not dumbs it down, but certainly makes yeah. it accessible for people. So, um, you know, he's got um, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success is a great book, um, which I highly recommend, which is all sort of incorporating a spiritual perspective on successfulness. A high-tech resource or productivity resource that maybe you use in your business and your life that really helps you. It could be linked to meditation. It doesn't have to be. It's completely up to you. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, I mean, running what I do now, which is a global sort of platform. Um, you know, there's a number of different things that I, I couldn't live without. Really, running my business, and one of them is Voxer, which okay. is an app for communication. Um, okay. our, uh, it's just a, a walkie-talkie app, but I, I, I live and breathe on it basically all day, every day with my PA. Um, my um you know my film crew and my um other assistants i wonder if there is anything linked to meditation that's quite a, a useful little tool yeah mind. look i mean i think the guys that are running um headspace are doing some great things yeah. so um by all means you know check out omvana is a great one i've got a meditation so two apps one is omvana o-m-v-a-n-a and headspace they're two really cool apps out there at the moment i was going to say the headspace I'm pretty sure I've come across that on a flight recently. I think they had a little sort of 10-minute meditation on a, yeah. a flight across to the States, I think. So I checked that out and, yeah, it was very, very cool, very useful. Yeah, they're doing some good stuff. Oh, lovely. Sometimes we like to start our interviews, but this time we're definitely going to end it because we just got straight into it. Like an alpha quote or a success quote or, you know, a stillness quote, something that helps you live your life and keeps you on the straight and narrow, really resonates with you. Any quotes that spring to mind? Um, one that sort of 
comes up for me a lot is uh, a Sanskrit quote, Yogasta Kuru Kamani. Yogasta Kuru Kamani. And what it means is established in being, perform action. And being is the stillness, it's the silence, it's the non-change. And when we, when, when we make that our foundation, when we make that the basis of all our action, then it, it flows from a very powerful and calm space. Thank you for enduring my enthusiastic friend. Awaken Your Alpha has only just been released into the wild. And to help it evolve into a fine beast, head over to ayalpha.com. Getting ready for season two. It is imminent. It's very close. So head over there, review the podcast. I'd love you to do that. Any support you can send my way with in terms of this podcast coming back, I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And for those, again, that one, two, three percent of people who are listening who actually want someone in their corner, want that support, want that coach, want that mentor to show them the way that they can simply, if they decide, if they make that choice to pursue and make 2016 their best year yet, get in contact with me directly and we're jumping on a phone to have a talk and find out what is the best thing for you to do going forward in 2016. Okay. Thank you and see you on the next episode.